Hey, do you think you could survive on just a dollar a day? Oh, yeah. I could, yeah. Do, I could do it for less than that. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Well, there's this woman named Catherine. She's 26 years old. She lives in the UK, and she's known for her budgeting hacks, and she's decided to get it, give it a try. So uh, she figured it out, and she's sharing her secrets, and here's the deal. She bought mostly basic ingredients from a discount grocery store, because think about it. The grand total of your grocery bill for the week has to be no more than $7. Mm-hmm. That's a dollar a day. So she made a dish and ate the same thing three times a day for seven days in a row. There you go. That's how she pulled it off. <laughs> Ugh. Wow. So seven bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could totally do that. Could totally do that. You don't think you could do it? Ugh. If you had to do it. If I had to, I guess. I'm not but... saying like on a dare and day two, you go, mm-hmm. okay, this stinks. I'm, I'm not doing this. I mean, you had to do it. I think I'd probably eat oatmeal every day because that See? fills you up. See, you could buy a thing of oatmeal. Now you're thinking. Just eat oatmeal. Go to the dollar week. store, buy the big thing of oatmeal, right? Mm-hmm. Don't use milk. Mix it with water. Yeah. There, there, there you're only a dollar down. No sugar. Yeah. No walnuts. No blueberries. You could get you a dollar six pack of, uh, of soda and just have... Three quarters of one a day. (laughs) I think I just drink water. Coming up, how do you like the idea of working four longer days a week instead of five shorter days? How do you feel about the idea of four longer work days per week instead of five shorter days a week? Mm. Sounds like a dream come true, right? Well, they're doing the biggest experiment with this ever in the UK right now. With 70 companies and halfway through the six-month trial, zero loss of productivity. No kidding. With some companies actually seeing an increase in how much people are getting done. Close to 90% of these participants, you know, the companies that are are doing this thing, are extremely likely to consider keeping the four-day work week in place long after the experiment is over. Hmm. Wouldn't that be so great? Four day work to have three day weekends. I'd way rather work a longer day. So what would that mean to us? Like a six hour show, four days a week? I guess, but I can't (laughs) see it ever happening in radio. But I would so be for it. I don't know about you, but um, there is times. There are times when you're experiencing things that people all experience every single day, and you're completely in the dark about it. And then a light comes on. You're like, oh. So that's what that's like. I'll tell you what happened in just a minute. I don't know if this happens to you where it is so normal to other people and you're like, I don't know what that's like. And then when you experience it, you're like, oh, that's what that's like. I was the other day, Kev, with my friend Cammie and her two daughters and we were driving to this event and I drove and her daughters are so fun and so adorable and so vivacious and lively and they play really well together. And there was a lot of noise coming from the back seat and trying to drive in really heavy traffic and like, wait, what was that? Oh, wait, no, that's just the girls. The, oh, wait. Oh. It was a really interesting experience <laughs> for me. I, you'd think as someone who has 11 nieces and nephews that I would kind of know what that's like. But usually I think like one of my sisters drives when we have the kids. Mm-hmm. But I was the driver and it was like, and then like coming home, it was pitch dark. And um, my friend Cammy handed her phone back to one of her daughters because she's like, oh, you have a message from one of your friends. You have a text. And the glow of the phone in the dark, I kept thinking, is someone behind me? Oh, wait, no, that's just the glow of the phone. (laughs) And I know you're looking at me like, this is a revelation to you, Taylor. But when you don't have your own kids, 
everything is new. Everything is different. Yeah. And it it's wild. There was one time there was a noise. I was like, did I hit something? Wait, what was that? Oh, no, that's just the girls <laughs> in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. So funny. You, you haven't lived until you have screamed. If you don't settle down, we're turning this car around. <laughs> Ooh, see, I've never done that. My dad has to us five girls, but not me. <laughs> right. That's that's when you know you've you've really hit the point of driving with loud kids in the car. Yeah, we had It's a whole new experience. Four four kids, five dogs all at one time. Oh yeah. That's that's living. <laughs> but I'm glad you had that experience. That's funny. Taylor was sharing she just had the the awesome experience of trying to drive with screaming kids in the car. It's very distracting, right? And I'd said, like, you haven't lived until you've yelled, I'm going to turn things don't quiet down. I'm turning this car around right now. And has any parent ever followed through <laughs> on that threat to turn this car around right now? I can tell you, yes. My mom did. Really? Yeah, but the, the sad part is we never even got to the car. She told my brother and I, if we didn't have our rooms clean, we were going to the beach for the day. You could drive to the beach for the day from where we lived uh, when I was a kid. We're going to the beach for the day. And she said, you got to clean your rooms first. So my brother and I thought we were really smart. We just shoved everything under our beds. Ooh. We're like, hey, room's clean. Let's go. My mom's like, I'm checking. Sure thing, mom. Come on up. And first place she looked was under, under the, the bed. bed. <laughs> and she started pulling everything out. And she's like, this isn't put away. This isn't put away. This isn't put away. We're not going. Now, I don't know how the conversation between my dad and her went after, you know, my dad had gotten everything ready. And but Ooh, <laughs> yeah. especially if he had made sandwiches, packed so, a cooler, right. you know, everything was the car with gassed, the inflatables. car was gassed up the night before. Dad took the day off the whole bit. And mom decided we're not going because they shoved everything under I the bed. I feel bad for the parents because you got the parents get punished, too. Yeah, well, I felt bad for me. Um, because I listened to my brother instead of putting stuff away. It was his bright idea. And we learned a very valuable lesson, too. When mom tells you to clean the room, don't shove everything under the bed. When you've got a perfectly good closet to shove everything into. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any friends, Taylor, that um, they're your buddies, they're your pals. So when you hear about all of their responsibilities at work, you're just like, oh, my gosh. I have a friend. I, you know what? I don't want to mention his name because uh, he just recently got a, a big, huge promotion. Pretty much the president of his company. Wow. Um, but this is a guy that I like hang out with. We ride bikes together. We cut up. We we have fun. Mm-hmm. And he's like the CEO of a major company now. I'm like, <laughs> Wow. You're seriously hashtag adulting, <laughs> like big time, way more yep. than I am. Yeah. <laughs> We're spending a little time talking today about how we only know the friendship side of our friends. Mm-hmm. We don't know their professional side. And there's someone like that in my and my husband Glenn's life. And I would love to see their professional side, mm-hmm. but I never probably will. Okay. So, Kev, you were talking about your friend who um, is, you know, like now the head of the company. And you just company. know him as your buddy. We have someone like that, our, our good friend John. We just like cut up and laugh and tell stories. And his wife is like super snarky with him, mm-hmm. which makes us laugh so hard. Okay. But he is a judge. I mean, he wears the robe. 
He has the gavel, the whole huh. thing. Whole nine yards. And we don't see that side of him at all because we're never going to sit in his court. At least I hope I'm never in his courtroom because it's criminal right. stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's dealing with people who got sent to jail. That's funny. And uh, so I, it's just funny to picture him in that role. Yeah, yeah. My buddy that was up for being president of the company, I said, if you want to use me as a reference when you, you know, interview for this, feel free. And he was like, mm, that's okay. <laughs> Do your kids do this to you? They stay in touch, which you love, right? They mm-hmm. didn't like ignore your text, but right. they, they stay in touch to let you know what's going on. But they're far, far away, and there is nothing you can do to help them through this situation. That is so nerve-wracking mm. for a parent. We're going to talk about that next. If your kids have ever done this to you, we'd love to hear from you. So your kids, they, they reach out, they text you. They're in crisis They're far, far away, and there is nothing you can do to help Hmm. them, not even give them advice. That happened to my friend Julie the other day. Her son, Andrew, is in South Korea. He's on this trip of a lifetime teaching English to South Korean kids, and um, he's loving it. Well, he decided to go on a date, and he met up with this young woman who's from South Korea, and she says... This was fun. You need to go because the subways shut down at midnight here in South Korea. And he's like, yeah, whatever. So he gets on the subway and he's chugging along, trying to get back to the apartment where he lives. And uh, subway stops. It's midnight. You get off wherever you are. No kidding. And he texts his mom, my friend Julie, and says, (laughs) guess what? Subway stop at midnight here. I got a three and a half hour walk home. It's already midnight. (laughs) And my phone's at 19% and I'm using my phone as my GPS to walk home. That's how I'm going to figure out how to get home. And she's like, (laughs) okay, first of all, I wish you hadn't told me that. (laughs) And then he was screenshotting her like, he was trying to conserve his battery, so he uh-huh. screenshot her like every like thirty minutes. Her his la- last known location, location, so that if something happened to him, she could at least tell someone this is where my son was last seen. Mm. Can you imagine what a harrowing three and a half hours as a mom? So I'm wondering, have your kids ever done that to you? Mm. They're in another country. They're in the other side side of this country, and they let you know they're in crisis, but. You literally cannot help them at that moment. They just want you to know for and, whatever right. reason. Has it ever happened to me? See all these gray hairs on the side of my head? <laughs> yeah, those are earned for my kids doing stuff like that. Talking about those times your kids are far, far away from home and they're in, a, they're in some trouble and there's nothing you can do to help them. Uh, it's happened a bunch of times where my kids have called and, and they've needed backup and we did help them. My daughter, Autumn, was away at church camp and called at midnight, we got this call. Uh, Autumn is not feeling well. She's sick. Can you come get her? So, Whoa. being dead. At midnight? I took one of the dogs with me, and I drove three hours. Oh. <laughs> and this church camp was like down, abandoned, dirt road kind of thing. Like, GPS couldn't get you there. It was, ba- it was bad. But dad, dad's got to do what a dad's got to do. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think a kid can appreciate that. Until they have their own kids. Exactly. Because <laughs> she, to this day, no doesn't idea. appreciate it to the level that she should. So it was three hours there, three hours back. I left at midnight. I got home at 6 a.m. Oh, your wife must night. have been so worried about you, too. Slept 
the whole day the next day. But um, uh-huh. our son Kyle, you guys know he's a musician, right? He took a gig with a band he had never played with before. And Kyle doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't do any of that stuff that people associate with touring musicians. Uh-huh. He had never played with this band before. He got out to this festival. It was in the desert in Utah. Country Music Festival. And these guys were partiers. Uh oh. And after they played their set, they all disappeared. And Kyle was like, We got to drive back to Salt Lake City to catch a, a plane at like six o'clock in the morning. I don't even think these guys are going to show up. Oh, man. So we navigated getting him a rental car. He got an Uber from the middle of nowhere, Uber to the rental car place that the guy stayed open an extra hour for him to get there. He took a rental car from in the middle of nowhere, like some little small airport, all the way to Salt Lake City. To the hotel, and then he Ubered the hotel to the airport. But we we helped him quarterback. Was he the only that. guy who made the flight out of the whole band? No, the other guys were on the plane. He said, but they looked awful. Oh. <laughs> and they they like didn't he they didn't talk to him, and he was just like not not taking a gig with them again because wow. everyone says up front in that business, oh yeah, we're totally professional. And then you get to the gig, and they are anything but <laughs> totally Scary. professional. But yeah, and as a parent, helping him quarterback that, that wasn't easy. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! Do you ever post pictures of your kids on social media? Well, meet the mom who's so grateful she did. Uh, she posted a picture, a little video of her baby boy on TikTok. A cute little dressing video, like it looked like the diaper dropped on him, that kind of effect. Mm-hmm. Lily posted a video of her son, Ari, that just happened to be viewed by an optometrist who noticed that Ari's left eye had a cloudy appearance and an outward squint. She reached out to Lily and suggested she get her eight-week-old checked out. Well, sure enough, baby Ari has congenital glaucoma and needed an emergency operation. He would have 100% lost all or most of his vision in that eye in a couple of months if it had not been uh, treated. Lily had been turned away by a doctor who said Ari was just fine. So this optometrist said, just go see a specialist. And that made all the difference in the world. And her baby boy got the help he needed. And his eyesight is saved. Wow. All because of a TikTok video. That is cool. I learned a new sport yesterday no kidding see if you've tried this sport and if you're like oh yeah yeah i can't believe you haven't tried it till yesterday taylor we'll talk about it next it's not often that you can say this to your family and friends i tried a new sport i know what yesterday it was. i know what it was i can know I you're gonna it guess it yeah because it's it so popular right. you tried co-ed flag football <laughs> that's really your guess yeah are you serious yeah no, this is like a sport that's like sweeping the nation. Okay, my next guess would be pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, our friends, Julie and Mike are in town. Julie was my roommates all four years at Wheaton. And they're pickleballers? And, um, and they're pickleballers. They were in town for a speaking engagement. They were speaking to newlyweds. Huh. And they stayed with us and they said, guess what? We brought our pickleball set with us. They did not travel light. Guess what? And um, I, okay, first of all, I've never even seen the pickleball ball before. Yeah. And it's a wiffle ball, pretty much. Okay. It's like really airy and light. And these smaller paddles. So the way our friend Mike described it, he said, pickleball is that is if tennis and ping pong had a baby. That's how you describe the sport. How did they get the name? Why pickleball? I don't know. That's a great question. Okay. I do not know. But I was being cautious because my niece, Alyssa, 
is a physical therapist and she's marrying Luke, a physical therapist. They said pickleball has been so good for business. Like all the injuries are from pickleball no players. And, um, and so we, we didn't actually have a pickleball court. We had to play on a tennis court. Okay. So I guess I didn't learn it the proper way, but oh, it was not fun. The purists like, would yeah, say, yeah, the oh, purists no, would no, say, no. like, I didn't have a, a kitchen. Yes, there's something called a kitchen in real pickleball. We didn't have that <laughs> because we were on a tennis court, but um, it was, we had so much fun. Yeah. It was a blast. It really is like ping pong and tennis had a baby. For those of us who haven't played, and most people haven't played, it sounds like you're describing Quidditch, Quidditch from Harry Potter. Oh, like, really? <laughs> no, you, there's no you gotta flying be in the, involved. You got to be in the kitchen, and then you've got to get the golden snitch. And... <laughs> <laughs> but what, you think you'll play again? I hope be, so. Be like I you loved and Glenn it. And be yeah. like, hey, let's go get us some pickleball stuff. Let's I be regular. It huh. was so fun. So a lot of us got a taste of what it would be like to work from home uh, during COVID, right? But most people are at least partially back to work now. So after having that experience of working from home for a while and now going back to work, which costs more? Did you save money staying home? They're saying there are like three or four things that definitely will save you big time if you can convince your boss to keep working from home. Tell you what they are next. So as you all remember um, when everybody was working from home, right? Did you save some money? Did you think, wow, I should do this all the time because I'm spending a ton of money going to work? Well, now that people have gone back to work, they've really identified some of the ways that that we are spending a ton. And if you can convince your boss to let you work from home, you could save like between six and get this $10,000 a year. Depending on where you live. I take it a lot of it is like the vehicle, gas and stuff like that. Your, Your commute, car maintenance and car insurance, all of those things add up a ton and just think of gas particularly you know as expensive as gas has been this year i know it's come down a bit but still it's costing a ton just to fill your tank so if you don't have to do that you're saving some money clothes how many of us show well you know what you don't have to show your hands you know who you are we know who we are when you went back to work you found your uh, work clothes didn't uh, quite fit so oh, much anymore after, you had to bring that up after sitting around at home for a year uh, or two right so, which brings me to the next one, eating out. They're saying that mm-hmm. when we when you go to work, whether you take a lunch every day or not, you do wind up eating out. I know for me, I don't I don't eat out, but it's uh, stopping to get a coffee on the way home. Mm. I'll be a little sleepy. I want to exercise or do something with Trace. I'll go, I need a little go-go juice. And I'll, yeah, you know what, I'm going to treat myself. And I treat myself to something yeah. that's... Not just a $2 cup of coffee, but a little more expensive than that. So, yeah, all of that adds up day by day. And they're saying between six dollars and $10,000 a year, depending on believe it. where you live and, you know, how much gas yeah. is wherever you live and stuff. So my husband still is working from home. He only goes in when he needs to see a client, a client that doesn't want to do it over the phone or, mm-hmm. you know, Zoom. Yeah. And he's even he'll try to convince me to take his car. He's like, hey. You should take my car. It's got no miles on it because he never <laughs> drives it anywhere. Right. It's probably good to drive it every now and then, too. Just don't leave, yeah. it, don't, don't leave it parked. So what about you? Now that you're, you've been back to work for a while, is it costing you more money? Are you like, man, we did save a ton of money when, I, when we weren't going into work every day. We'd love to hear from you. We're talking about saving money by, by you know, working from home if you can, if your boss will still let you. And uh, for me and Kevin, we always kept coming into the radio station. Uh, didn't our miss a Griffin, day. We didn't miss a day. And so one thing that I'm jealous that people who work from home get to save money on is, believe it or not, bear with me for one minute, hairspray. 
<laughs> my hairspray with inflation yeah. has gone sky high. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I went into Target to grab a can, and I'm like, what? Really? What are they making so, your hairspray out of pure Saudi I crude know. oil? <laughs> it's just that like comb through Nexus type brand. Yeah. So I'm like, that's ridiculous. I am not paying that for a can of hairspray. So I just risky girl like grabbed a can of this other kind mm-hmm. that's supposed to be volumizing and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. It works really well. I smell like old lady perfume. <laughs> it is so strong. And my husband's like, what is that smell in the house? And I'm like, like I'm, I'm worried you can smell it on me even though we're across the room from each other. I Kev. thought you were wearing new perfume called Beauty School Dropout. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my cheap hairspray trying to save some money. It's like half the price. Kev, I think I found the perfect job for your retirement you always joke that you're going to be a walmart greeter because you love talking to people my wife we, um, we went on a road trip the other day and she said midway through the road trip you don't stop do you you talk more than <laughs> anyone i've ever met in my life male and female she claims that when i have nothing to say i'll just like sing or make noises yes you're constantly <laughs> vocalizing it never stops ever and so with that no, background ju- no judgment here, by the No way. judgment at all. It's just a fact. Um, you, my friend, can get paid to talk yeah. to a tree. There's a website, mm. trees.com, and the pay is not too shabby. All you have to do is talk to your plants and trees and post about it on social media. And apparently, more than half of the U.S. population talks to their plants and trees. No New. kidding. Um, I have never talked to plants and trees before. I talked to birds I talk to chipmunks, I talk to squirrels, dogs, never talk to trees or plants. Hmm. But guess what the pay is? How much? $48,000. All right, I'm in. Just to talk to trees. <laughs> you should apply at trees.com. I've never done it, but I'm willing to learn. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Not too shabby. Yeah. And then huh. maybe you'd like run out of words, so then you'd give your wife Tracy a break from all the talking. Huh. Well, if I... Hmm. No, I don't think I would. <laughs> You could just start like a little battle, like, hey, Tree, did you, did you hear what the ficus was saying about you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, ficus, did you hear what the tree was saying? <laughs> right? You could start a little little battle between, yeah. the, between the vegetation vegetation there. So when my wife and I would go on a, a road trip, uh, I think we make a pretty good team. Uh, I don't call it GPS. My wife's name is Tracy. I call it TPS. <laughs> she tells me where to go and what to do. And we, we, we usually, usually works out pretty good, but we do have our moments. going to talk about those moments next. <laughs> One of the things you grow in, I think, in marriage is understanding uh, that you both will have different driving styles. That is going to be a given, right? You're not going to drive the same, and the expectations of how to drive are going to be different. So my wife and I just went on a a road trip the other day, and here's what what I've found. Music, I like it louder. Speed, I like it faster. (laughs) Distance between cars, I'm way more comfortable with the cars being closer. Tracy would prefer it quieter, slower, and a lot less closer to the cars in front of us. Mm. And she will make suggestions about those things as we're driving. And at one point, in a rather lighter moment, I said, ooh, aren't we being bossy? And she very quickly, as if she had already thought this through, said, I'm not bossy. I make suggestions with enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) 
man. We're, we're pretty good team driving, except for those those couple things. Like every every now and then, she'll be like, "Can I please turn this down?" Or she she has the app on her phone for directions, and she'll tell me, you know, like, you know, hey, you got a turn coming up, and it, and it also shows the speed. And she'll, I'll know I'm going too fast. She'll go, how fast do you think you're going right now? And I'll take my foot off the gas and I'll go, too fast. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, so we, we, we have evolved into a pretty good team driving together. Coming up, have you ever tried to get someone the perfect gift and it was the epic fail instead? Hey, have you ever tried to find the perfect gift for someone and it was an epic fail? There's a woman in Wales named Lisa, thought she'd find the perfect found the perfect gift for her son-in-law at a thrift shop. So she goes in there, Kev, and it's a KFC-branded coffee mug with the name Shane on it. Her son-in-law is named Shane, and he's a huge fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken. So she's like, this is the perfect gift. I have to get it for him. Uh, And so she got it, and his face dropped. He goes... I just donated that to the thrift store last week. (laughs) What are the chances? She's going to keep it because, you know, it's such a great story. And Mm -hmm. she's going to put his tea in the mug every time he comes for a visit. The thrift store boomerang. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think are some of the most family friendly jobs for moms and dads? Which ones are they? They talked to parents of two to 17 year olds. And said flexible hours and working from home are the two biggest things companies can do Mm -hmm. to take the stress off parents' shoulders. So what are the top careers that are most family-friendly? Survey says teaching assistant, psychology, third place goes to health and social care, second place child care, and the number one most family-friendly career is... I would guess... I would guess teacher because you get a couple of months mm. off every summer and you know, get to spend it with the kids. Yeah. For some reason, teacher assistant made the top five, but not teacher, probably because of all the work you take home with you. Number one went to counseling. Mm. Most family friendly profession. Yeah. guess you could set your own hours mm-hmm. and you could counsel your own kids. <laughs> yeah, There you go. How did that make you feel? (laughs) When mommy said, clean your room, how did that make you feel? No, wait, hold your answer till after you clean your room. (laughs)